everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 36 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for food pictures to go with every episode. Today, I am bringing on a new guest to this podcast. He is a friend of mine from my time in grad school at Northwestern. Now he's a member of the New York media elite over at Newsweek. (laughs) If you follow me on Twitter, you may be familiar with him as he's a frequent retweet and a two-time Twitterer of the Year Award winner. His name is Tim Marson. Tim, welcome to Mitch Eats Food. <laughs> I'm so happy to be on, and uh, the, the highest honor that I've ever achieved in my life is a two-time champion, the defending reigning champion, I would like to add, uh, and I'm gunning for a three-peat. Back-to-back, yeah, it was very impressive. <laughs> Great. 95% of the people listening right now have no idea what we're talking about, so <laughs> let's move on. Now, I know that you are totally obsessed with hot wings in general and Buffalo Wild Wings, the restaurant and bar chain in particular. So why Buffalo Wild Wings? I I just want to know when, where, how did this start? Why the obsession with this particular place? You know, I wasn't always obsessed with Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, but it was a love affair that was was hot once I I was involved in it. Um, I've always loved wings, and my theory on hot wings in general uh, is I like a traditional sauce. I like... You know, like a butter hot sauce is the main element, and you can have a little bit of playfulness there, but that's what I like, and I like it to be really hot. And I um, I found that the best hot sauce, in my opinion, is the Buffalo Wild Wings wild sauce. And if they have the best sauce, and I'm in uh, I'm in a wing experience for a really great sauce on a solid wing, then uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, I, I guess I really started to fall in love with it when we were at uh, Northwestern, actually because I lived down the street from one. And uh, yeah, from from there, I've been a regular at a Buffalo Wild Wings wherever I've lived. All right. Well, I warned you that this question was coming when we were at yeah. there, when we were there uh, but I have not heard your answer yet. So the, my reaction to it will be natural here. But do you have a favorite story or memory from a time being in a Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually from many years ago now, before I was really, really obsessed with Buffalo Wild Wings. I guess I was in college. And uh, I was with my now fiance, uh, then girlfriend, and we went to school in this tiny little town in Maryland. And we had made a trip for one reason or the other uh, to Middletown, Delaware, where there is a Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh, we, we decided, or I decided is most likely the case, to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to have dinner. And I hadn't really had it too much at that point in my life. And I got their hot sauce thinking, you know, I'm a person who loves a lot of heat. Oh, that'll be fine. That'll be nothing. And, uh, you know, so does my fiance. And uh, we had it. We were sitting there sweating, sharing a massive plate of uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And it was not the most romantic date, if you could even call it that. But I guess that was probably the real beginning of my uh, of my Buffalo Wild Wings super fandom. How far into your relationship was this? <laughs> It was not that far in. Uh, she, she could have easily gotten scared off. God bless her that she didn't. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you my story, which I also I told you that I had a story I was going to tell, but I didn't tell you because I knew it'd be better to save it uh, so that your first time hearing it would be here. Um, and I know you'll appreciate it as a fellow Philadelphia sports fan. So oh, okay. uh, my start with Buffalo Wild Wings, I used to live in Richmond, Virginia, uh, back like 2010 to 2012. And so being down there, you know, the Eagles are not on TV every week. Sometimes they are. They're the national game or they're a primetime game or whatever. But I lived down the street from Buffalo Wild Wings, so this was my spot where I would go if the Eagles were not on TV locally and I wanted to go and be able to watch the game somewhere. 
So there, you know, it was crowded. There are people there in jerseys for all kinds of teams. And, you know, it's a lot of it. It's like the Eagles, the Giants, the Cowboys, you know, the Steelers, the same popular teams that people are there to watch. Um, But sometimes you'd go and you'd see other Eagles fans. And so there's one week I was there for a game. And uh, for whatever reason, you know, it gets competitive for tables. And so somehow I ended up in this booth all by myself. And it just had the best view of the Eagles game. And so I sat there for probably, you know, two hours uh, all alone. Finally, it's the fourth quarter, and this guy comes in, and he's wearing an Eagles jersey, and he's like, hey, man, you know, I'm an Eagles fan, too. Do you mind if I grab this seat? And I said, no, you know, of course not. Uh, Grab a seat. Always happy to see another Eagles fan. Why not? So he sits down, and we start talking, and he sort of just, like, starts telling me his life story, and he's a janitor at a local school, and he's just thanking me for letting him sit there. And so then he says, okay, if the Eagles score a touchdown here, I'm going to buy the next round. And I said, all right, great. You know, that's a good deal. I'll take it. (laughs) So they score a touchdown. And I say, all right, well, uh, you know, I guess I'll grab the next one. Let's see if they score again. Turns out, I'm wondering if you can guess what game this was. It was the famous game when the Eagles were getting crushed by the Giants and then scored four touchdowns in the last eight minutes (laughs) and came back on the walk-off punt return by Deshaun Jackson. Oh, my God. I'm there in Richmond in a B-dubs with this guy who I've never met. (laughs) He and I drink four beers each during the fourth quarter because we're just (laughs) celebrating in front of the Giants fans, taking turns buying beers. Um, And they have, like, the tall, narrow pint glasses there. So, anyway, the game ends, and he and I are both drunk, and we we go our separate ways. I stumble on home, and I continued to go back to that Buffalo Wild Wings many times. Never saw the guy again in my life. Uh, You know, part of me always thought, maybe today's the day I'm going to come in, I'm going to see this guy. Just never saw him. So, I think it's maybe better that way. Just uh, a fond memory of one of the craziest Eagles games of our lifetimes. And, uh, and who I was watching it with at a Buffalo Wild Wings. So this is a place, I, I, a chain that will always have a, a place in my heart for sure. I think you're, you and that man are personally responsible for that uh, incredible comeback. Yeah. Because your, your good mojo <laughs> of, the, of the round buying is what you know, tilted the universe in the right direction for the Eagles. There play. was a lot of good mojo. And that's, it's the kind of thing where after the second beer, you know, they score a touchdown again. And you look and it's like, are we really going to do this? And, you know, yeah. well, we can't, we can't stop now. Um, so yeah, so what a day. So, uh, (laughs) that's a good story. Um, so the one that we went to, uh, now we're both in New York. We went to, I, I, uh, I texted you. I said, you know, what's your usual location? I hope it's not the one in Brooklyn. And you said, oh no, Times Square. Um, so right in the middle of uh, touristy Times Square, the Buffalo Wild Wings. I want you to be honest with me and tell me how often you go there uh, and just your general setup. Because the we sat at the bar and the woman there definitely knew you pretty well. So uh, the Times Square one, why that one? Is that that's just the easiest? And, and be honest, how often are you there? Uh, all right, I'll, I'll walk I'll walk through the, the, the multiple choice question here. So the first reason about uh, the Times Square one became. Uh, the, the regular spot it was just because when I first moved here, I lived in Astoria in Queens, and it was the easiest one to access um, via the the end train, and it was it was super easy to get to. Even though you had to go to Times Square, it just made sense. Um, and it's still kind of they're they're few and far between in New York City, so it's still kind of the easiest one for me to get to, um, rather than the one in uh, like by the Barclays Center. Now now. <laughs> How often I go there depends. If I'm on like a real cold streak, I can go months without going. But if you average it out, I'd probably say at least once a month. Um, and then there's sometimes where I'm there, you know, once a week for a month or so, where I, you know, I really get the, uh, you know, the crave starts hitting you. But in my defense, for being, I think myself and my friend Mike might be the only regulars at that Buffalo Wild Wings. In my defense, 
it's really hard to be a regular. It's really easy to be a regular at a uh, Times Square location of anything because nobody's a regular. Everybody's a one and done tourist. So if you they, if they see you twice, let alone God, who, who knows how many times I've gone there over the past four years. Uh, you, it's pretty easy to become a regular because uh, they don't have a lot of repeat customers. Mm-hmm. It feels, but to yeah, me they know like, me well. <laughs> it feels to me like you were lying about your cold streaks that can sometimes be a couple of months. And just from what I've seen of you sharing photos of your plate of wings every time you're there, it feels like the once a week for a month is uh, is a little bit more uh, more accurate. <laughs> Yeah, my average is probably higher than I'm willing to admit. Uh, <laughs> there, there are some cold streaks, but it's it's mostly uh, <laughs> it's mostly me being there pretty frequently. All right, so we should both talk about our orders. Uh, I'm I'm going to give you the honors here. So you're there more frequently than I am. Um, yeah. Go ahead, give me, and you order the same thing every single time, from what I understand. So so break it down. Tell me uh, what you get and why. Yeah, I'll give you my rules of of Buffalo Wild Wings uh, for when I go there. Um, well, first of all, I, th- I think the people should know. I don't know if I'm breaking your uh, your plan here, but the people should know if you're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, the move is always to sit at the bar because there's if you can, if you if you have a group of three or under, sit at the bar because usually, typically speaking, if you're going there during a game, they're very busy. The service is going to be way better at a bar because they can see you, and um, they're typically the people who have been there the longest because they have to feed the drinks out to a place, you know, that's usually pretty large, and they're doing all the drinks, so they're on top of everything. So I always sit at the bar. Um, I always get traditional wings because I'm not a big fan of boneless. I like uh, you know, having like a real wing in my hands. And um, I get the wild sauce, which is the second hottest um, just below their one that is like an eating challenge and tastes just like nothing but fire. Um, I get wild sauce, and I typically get the, um, the, the order that's nine, even though you saw me. I always order ten because I hope maybe they'll give me the extra wing. Uh, but then if I'm feeling, you know, extra saucy that day, I'll I'll get like the the one up from that. And I always order extra wet, which means they just put extra sauce on it because sometimes if they sit under the heat lamp for too long, you really lose any semblance of the heat, which is, you know, the thing I'm really chasing there. So, uh, yeah, extra wet, traditional wild sauce. That so okay, a lot to answer. So first off, yes, yeah. you ordered ten wings, and the woman at the bar she just goes, "You know that only comes with nine, honey." And the way she said it, it was again clear that you order ten every single time, hoping yeah. that they'll give you ten, even though it comes with nine. Two, I did not know that extra wet was a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Is that on their menu anywhere, or, is it, or you just know that, or have you, do you do that at other wing places too? Because I was actually I was unfamiliar with that until I found out it's something that you do. It's a truly – first of all, it's like a truly odd way to phrase that you want extra sauce. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it's it's very uncomfortable to say. Um, and I'm not sure why that is, but it's just uncomfortable to say. It's going but to be the I, title of this episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know if it's a thing anywhere else. I, I can't remember when exactly I learned it. I think it's probably just, you know, hang around enough. Eventually you hear somebody order it that way. I think that's how I came upon it was I just heard somebody ask – for extra wet. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? It's just, oh, it's just extra sauce. Um, and, you know, the the biggest, you know, if you get a bad order of wings, it's typically because they're busy and it's been hanging out under the heat lamp for too long. I was like, well, that kind of helps uh, counteract that problem. Hmm. Um, and then, so the other thing, your order, it's the second hottest. And yeah. I was glad to hear you sit to explain in the intro that you get that because you like the taste of the sauce because the natural question is – you know, do you uh, have you ever gotten the hottest? Can you handle it? Is it a matter of just 
You know, sometimes people order something really hot, partly because they're trying to prove that they can, whether to themselves or to other people. But it seems like you've tried the hottest, and this is just the one that you prefer and like the taste of. Is the is the hot one that unbearable? Is that the reason why you go with the second hottest, or is it just that you like the flavor more? Because it, it is interesting. They have a wide spectrum of sauces, for those unfamiliar. Yeah. And they're not all just like – it's not just buffalo sauces that are mild, medium, hot, extra hot. It's like yeah. different flavors and, and spices and tangy things. And as I'll explain when I get into mine, because I did the Parmesan garlic, actually. Um, so the, the uh, your reasoning for the second hottest, that's really about the flavor and not necessarily about the spiciness level. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of both. I love, I love spicy food and um, through sheer – force of will and it's i guess you know some like whatever genetics i i I can eat really spicy foods and i've become somewhat of a like an expert of of people who go to buffalo wild wings i've had multiple co-workers come up to me and ask like so which sauce should i get if this is the one i usually like but i want a little bit hotter and i try to help them with that um and wild is not for the faint of heart it's really really hot it's very spicy you know compared to your average wing sauce it's not even really in the conversation of like an average wing you might get at a pizzeria or something like that but yeah, it, it actually has. Um, it comes from actually. It, it comes from actual peppers. Uh, it's just a really hot pepper, and probably you know um, some kind of fat, a butter, or uh, and probably some MSG mixed in there, which is why it's so addicting, and you want to go back the next day. Um, but the the hottest one I've had, and I've done the the challenge they have at some locations where you, I think you have to eat twelve in six minutes, um, and I did that. It was fine, and I was you know I survived. Um, but it's just it's an artificial hot. So it's it's not you get no real chili flavor out of it. There's no there's nothing enjoyable. You're not like wow that tastes really good and my mouth is on fire. You're just running for the exit in a glass of milk. It's just an artificial set your mouth on fire. Mm-hmm. And I mean you were sweating when we were there, yeah, oh yeah. but you still you enjoy it and that's just part of the experience for you. Exactly. All right. Well, I think we've gotten this far, and I should talk about what I ordered for sure. Um, Now, I actually did a combo. So I got uh, six and six, six of the traditional wings, six of the boneless wings. Um, For my traditional, I went with honey barbecue. Uh, again, I'm not uh, not trying to prove anything to anyone. I like buffalo wings and buffalo sauce, but I also just love honey barbecue wings. And then for my boneless, I went with Parmesan garlic, which I just really like that sauce a lot. It's got a little bit of a kick to it, but it's not overly spicy. And it's just like an interesting flavor. I, you know, the, the obviously Parmesan and garlic, and those are two things that I like. And you can really taste both of, the, both of them. Um, it's kind of an interesting looking sauce. It's got these like spicy flakes in it. Um, and it's like a little bit like a greener, yellower color. Um, it's not like a, you know, a, a red or, or pink uh, or dark brown kind of classic uh, barbecue or hot sauce. Um, so those are my, uh, my favorites and my go-tos whenever I go there. Um, actually, I pulled up the chart. I'm going to read through these, and then you'll be able to know where mine were on the spiciness chart. The uh, mildest is sweet barbecue, then getting progressively spicier, teriyaki, honey mustard, mild, Parmesan garlic, medium, honey barbecue, spicy garlic, jam and jalapeno, Asian zing, Caribbean jerk, Thai curry, hot barbecue, hot, mango habanero, wild which was your order and then blazon so i would probably really like the spicy garlic uh to be honest because you know and i do like spicy um but anyway i like the uh parmesan garlic i've always been a fan of that so that's uh kind of my go-to when i'm there 
Um, the uh, I actually, I, again, I was glad to hear at the top that you said that your uh, favorite thing about Buffalo Wild Wings and the reason you keep coming back there is because of the sauce itself. Because to be honest, I didn't think there was anything really special about the actual classic traditional wings. Um, mm-hmm. Just the size and the meat and eating them. You know, they're they're fine. They're perfectly serviceable buffalo wings. But there have to be better places in the city for uh, better wings. And I've had wings that I like more. Um, so, uh, you know, so it, it makes sense. The reason you keep coming back is for the sauce in particular. Um, but I really like the boneless wings. I think they're really good there. And there have been plenty of times that I've gone and just gotten boneless wings and not done the half and half. And those are, they're pretty big. They're uh, kind of a little bit like rounder in shape, more like like big chicken nuggets. They're not like a chicken finger, which is often, you know, longer and skinnier. Um not as much meat as my favorite chicken place on earth, which is Fwat from episode 15. If you're new to the podcast, definitely check out that episode because that's just, that is my favorite chicken fingers and fries on the planet over at Fwat, close to my hometown where I grew up. Um, but the boneless wings are good. I feel like there's this debate where this comes up on Twitter like a lot where people like to give their hot takes about food and everyone wants to be, you know, uh, polarizing and 100% on this side of the debate. And I think there are a lot of people outraged by boneless wings. And they're like, oh, that's not real wings. What are you doing? Oh, you probably use a fork and knife. You know, what's wrong with you? Uh, Order real buffalo wings. And, you know, I don't get it. Like, I think there's nothing wrong eating chicken that way. And it's good and it's breaded. And you can have all kinds of interesting sauces. And, you know, I like boneless buffalo wings a lot. And also the combo came with fries. The fries were fine. Nothing special. They were just kind of skinny, but they were fine to have there and dip in the two sauces. Um, So, you know, I didn't even realize that fries were coming until my uh, meal was put in front of me. And then there were fries there. And certainly I'm not going to complain uh, when there are just fries put down in front of me unexpectedly. So a nice little bonus. Thanks, Buffalo Wild Wings. Have you had, uh, I know you have your go-to, but have you sampled the menu more and tried, like, like for example, the Parmesan garlic sauce or the the boneless wings? Have you branched out at all in all the times that you've been there? Yeah, I've, I've, I've danced around a little bit. Um, I, I've, I've settled on what I like. Um, I am, <laughs> I'm not, I'm probably not the staunchest anti-buff, uh, anti-boneless person in the world, but I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I, they're good food stuff. I don't really consider them wings. I got to say they're they're because they're, you know, they're, they're nuggets and they're covered in sauce and that's great. They're that's big fine. It, it tastes, it tastes good. That's mm-hmm. fine. But if I want a wing experience, I've, I've, I rarely go boneless anymore. I, I've, I have done the Parmesan garlic. It's pretty good. Um, I like the, the hot barbecue. I, I liked, I've, I've kind of danced around a little bit. Um, but no, but then when I, I did really settle on my, uh, on, on my order and, the one thing – so I know you've mentioned these other places that have good wings, and I pretty much exclusively – I mean I'll get wings from other places, but if I'm really hankering for a wing, I pretty much exclusively go to Buffalo Wild Wings. And my take on that is is that a wing should be a simple food. The wing was invented um, as like a drunk bar snack. It's an easy thing. You take a wing. You put it in the fryer. Uh, you fry it for the right amount of time, and then you put a good sauce on it. Um, you know, I prefer a traditional wing sauce, whatever sauce you might prefer, that's what you do. And I think the reason Buffalo Wild Wings, in my opinion, is really good at it is because it's such a simple food. If you have a good system like a chain restaurant should, if you do the system correctly, it should come out good every single time. And if you have a sauce that I really like, it's going to be great. And it's it's reliable and it's reliably great. Um, I had to get my take out there about why I think they're so good at making wings. That's fair. I was actually, I was going to, and we are wrapping things up here. I was going to ask you to give me the hard sell on Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and I appreciate that your sell is actually uh, comes down to the wings themselves. 
Um, in, in my mind, I think you could easily make the sell on everything else and just sort of the atmosphere and environment. I mean, I think that it's just a perfectly good place to go, and they've got plenty of beers on tap. And if you're just looking for a place with decent food, lots of beers, TVs with every sporting event you'd want on uh, and available, um, you know, for me, that's always been kind of the reason that I've gone is mostly just to drink beers, watch whatever game I can't get at home, or sometimes you just want to be out and watch a game. Um, you know, obviously, New York City has infinitely more options than a lot of other places, um, <laughs> yeah. like, for example, Richmond, Virginia. Um, um, but also just, you know, people who live in the suburbs and maybe have a Buffalo Wild Wings nearby. Um, so for me, it's always been that kind of a place where it's just, a, uh, you know, f- like I've always uh, planned my trips to Buffalo Wild Wings around what sporting event I want to watch and not necessarily just being in the mood for wings. And then the advantage of the boneless wings is if you're there to watch sports for four hours, you know, you can still use your phone and you don't get Buffalo sauce all over <laughs> your hands, which let's be honest, sometimes that comes in handy. I, I could make that argument mention about it being a fine enough as far as chain, chain restaurants go. And if you like sports, it's a fine enough place to watch a game. It's it's, it's not bad. Um, but if I made that argument, I'd be a complete phony because I'm going there on a Wednesday half the time where there's there's nothing on. It's like third division Portuguese soccer. <laughs> I'm still there. So I it, I think I'd be quickly found out if I tried to make that argument. I, yeah, think, well, I think they just make a damn good wing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think a lot of people would think less of you if you were going to this place <laughs> repeatedly and didn't even didn't truly love the wings there. I'm, I'm there for the culture. I'm there for the culture. You know, it's not so much the food. It's the ambiance. <laughs> Yeah, no. All right. I'm well, thanks, man. Us. This was a lot of fun. And I, uh, I've, I've known for a long time you're obsessed with this place. So I'm glad that we got to get all the takes out. Good catching up. And, and I guess we'll have to do it again sometime and, uh, and go to Buffalo Wild Wings for another uh, random Wednesday basketball game. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Take care. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you're new, you should go back and check out all of my previous episodes. Again, I always say this. I try to keep them short. Some of the ones with guests tend to run a lot longer. Uh, You can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. I hope people enjoyed this one. Uh, Most of my episodes have been on interesting meals. This was the first episode about a really major chain. Uh, You know, I've done a few on nice or interesting places that have several locations. Like, I know Ocean Prime is national, and Egg Slut was in California and Nevada. When I went, they've since moved to New York. Buffalo Wild Wings is really everywhere, and it's the first place like that that I've done. So uh, if you follow me, you know I always try and keep track of which states I've done each episode in and uh, the list of how many in each place, and I always put the state in the title. So I actually, I thought about classifying this as a new category just for major chains, but I decided that since Times Square was such a key part of the experience, I would just keep this listed as yet another New York episode. But uh, make sure you uh, subscribe and check them all out, because I've done a ton in New York, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Jersey, uh, and uh, actually kind of all over the place. I think we're at 10 different states so far since I started this in 2017. Uh, While you're at it, you can write a review in iTunes, tell me what you think, tell me where I should go next. Those really help other people find the podcast. Now, if you didn't like the chain uh, and you don't want me to do more chains, uh, go review it and give me five stars anyway and say something nice. Uh, Find a nice way to say it. Uh, But I always love getting your feedback, and the iTunes reviews do help. Finally, you can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. Search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook for food pictures. You can leave comments. You can check out everything. I also have Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram, which is a separate Instagram account with all kinds of pictures, uh, episodes from the podcast, and other food pictures that I uh, post pretty much all the time. Uh, You can also email me, MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. That should be it. Tell all your friends, and I'll talk to you again real soon. (laughs) 